0: This is the On The Banks podcast. Follow us on Twitter at OTB underscore SB Nation. Now, here's your host, Aaron Brightman.
1: Welcome to episode 112 of the On The Banks podcast. I'm your host and managing editor, Aaron Brightman. Thanks so much for joining us once again. And for this episode, we have a very special championship edition as we're thrilled to celebrate uh, the Rutgers women's soccer team in winning the school and program's first ever Big Ten title. They clinched an outright regular season title last Saturday with a 3-0 win over Illinois on the road. They finished the regular season with a perfect undefeated 10-0 record. They have a currently a program best 11-game winning streak to finish the regular season with a 15-2-0 record. And they head into the postseason now. The Big Ten tournament begins this Sunday, October 31st, with Rutgers obviously the number one seed. They'll host number eight seed Wisconsin at your Sack field at 3.30 on Halloween. They have the potential to host the entire Big Ten tournament at home. And then looking a little bit ahead, the NCAA tournament as well. They are in line for a very high seed. It could host at least the first two rounds if things work out as we expect them to heading into the postseason Now I wanted to look back on this historic regular season campaign from women's soccer. They have been the most successful, most consistent uh, Rutgers athletics program since joining the big 10 in 2014. So it's only appropriate that they became the first program to win the big 10 title for the school head coach. Mike O'Neill has just done an amazing job. In his eighth season now, they've made the NCAA tournament seven all seven of his previous years, winning five first round games, also making the college cup final four in 2015. And with this perfect regular season, undefeated uh, record and Big Ten title, he was named just on Thursday the Big Ten coach of the year. Rutgers winning many, many honors. Uh, Mike O'Neill, coach of the year. Senior Frankie Tagliaferri, Midfielder of the Year. Senior Gabby Provenzano, Defender of the Year. Freshman of the Year, Riley Ternan. Three-time All-American, the only three-time All-American in Rutgers history. Amira Ali was also named to the All-Big Ten first team. Uh, joining Ternan, Tagliaferri, and Provenzano. Sophomore midfielder Becky Flukel was named to the second team. Goalkeeper senior Megan McClelland was named to the third team. And then joining Tiernan on the all-freshman team was midfielder Kylie Daigle and defender Cassidy Banks. Quite the recognition for Rutgers women's soccer who have had such a tremendous season and we all hope uh, even more special postseason to get ready for the postseason ahead and to discuss what this moment has meant for the program and the school. We're thrilled to welcome into this episode Amira Ali and former All-Big Ten freshman, Sam Kroger. But first, wanted to welcome in the answer to one of the most famous uh, trivia questions in Rutgers history as of now. Who was the first head coach to lead Rutgers to a Big Ten title? Mike O'Neill is the answer, and he joins us now. It's now my pleasure to welcome in Rutgers women's soccer head coach, Mike O'Neill, fresh off the school and program's first ever Big Ten title, Coach O'Neill, thanks so much for being here.
0: Thank you guys for having me on.
1: So, Coach, how has the last few days been? Obviously, you clinched uh, the outright title on Saturday with a win over Illinois. Uh, just the experience of for the team, the celebration. I know you had kind of a, a gathering with family and,
0: and uh, yeah.
1: people today. Just kind of explain what it's been like the last few days.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been really special to be part of history. You know, and to to do it the way that we did it, you know, as far as bringing the first Big Ten championship in programs history, then first Big Ten championship in Rutgers history, has been very special. You know, the thing that was important to us is that when we won it outright, we wanted to enjoy it and just take the time to spend time together because there's a really good team dynamic, a team spirit uh, about the group. But we wanted to just uh, be in the moment and uh, you know just take some time to uh, enjoy it and celebrate with our, our family and friends and, and Rutgers university, because it, it's, 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 it was a very special time. And it still is a very special time.
1: Coach, this is your eighth season as head coach. You've been with the program, obviously uh, as an assistant well before then, just for you personally, I mean, what you've done uh, to elevate the program, seven consecutive NCAA tournament appearances. Uh, you've won five first round games in that time. You've been to a final four um, but this was obviously a huge box you've always wanted to check uh, both for the program and the school, just in terms of your own journey uh, at Rutgers, what does this mean personally for you?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing feeling. It really is. And to see the, the, the pure joy in the players uh, faces as they rush the field to watch them celebrate and celebrate as a team was really special, you know, and when you come to be part of this program, you need to have the mentality to come in and work hard and get better every day. And, you know, from the time that I got here, that has, has been the goal. And I'm fortunate that I have one of the best apps in the country and a team that is, um starts with the players. The mentality that they have to come out every day and get better builds this, uh, a foundation for success. So, you know, I'm honored to be the head coach of this team. Um, but it's not possible unless you have... A team that is uh, committed to the team dynamic and understand uh, the culture of the program and the importance of family and the importance of coming out and getting better every day. So there's a really good team spirit about them. They push each other to be the best they can be every day, both in the classroom and on the field. You know, to be part of that is very special. And to be part of this is truly amazing.
1: And you know we've, we've spoken many times over the years. you've always harped on the importance of culture within your program, yeah. having two fifth year senior back uh, senior players back and Gabby Provenzano and Amira Ali, two decorated athletes in, in their careers. What did it mean for this team for them to be back and, and what has their importance been just in, in their careers at Rockers?
0: Both of them have had unbelievable careers here. And you know, because of what happened with uh, COVID, there was an opportunity for them to come back and for them to, to come back, speaks volumes to the type of uh, character and their passion for Rutgers University. And I know that it was important to them because the spring was was obviously very different. And to have the opportunity to come back, I know was important to them. And what they've uh, been able to accomplish leading this program Has been very important to the success of the program. And I know that was part of the reason that they came back is that they wanted to take one more shot at it and they had some unfinished business. They came back to accomplish goals and they were very clear what the goals were when they decided to come back. And really, this
1: team, I mean, you've had such recruiting success over the past two cycles. You have so many contributors on this team that are freshmen and sophomores. How has that the chemistry blend well with this team, and having so many younger players contribute and kind of be able to, to elevate where you've already had things before their arrival.
0: The depth of the team is so important, you know. And uh, we've um, we have a great balance of experience in our upperclassmen, but also in spe- experience in our players in our youth, our freshman and sophomore group that has, you know, that have a, a great deal of playing experience. But that to have that balance and the leadership made that transition into college soccer i wouldn't say easy but easier but the depth of the team is, is important we talk so much about being 28 strong that depth is important for our success so it's it's uh the contribution that they have made again it's just it's just been a really good balance of of everything all the different classes you know but you need great leadership and we have great leadership in this program with our with our captains
1: Going back a little bit in the regular season, um, you know your team started out really hot uh, the first four games, scoring over four goals every game, yeah. uh, and then and they had that game stretch for Princeton. You had the 3-1 lead in the second half at home, ended up losing. I think it was the most goal they gave up in, I think, at least six years, and then uh, going to Georgetown, always tough, uh, getting shut out there. What clicked for this team, or what was important about that two-game stretch that was able to just catapult? Your turnaround uh, that ultimately you're on the the program's longest winning streak and obviously undefeated play in in regular season
0: for the Big Ten. And we just learned a lot about ourselves. Big credit to the players coming in early. Our team came in early for captains preseason and it started there. We we started to build a, a team dynamic before they came into preseason with the coaches. And to build that team dynamic is really important because you don't get a lot of time to prepare before for your first game so we came out of the gates and you know we felt that we you know were a step ahead doing some really good things but you learn the most through adversity so it was never anything that it was someone's fault or anything like that it was really about just trying to figure out how we become better and what we can learn from it and we learned a lot from the Princeton game because we you know we did a lot of good things but we were just some of the bounces you get in a game some of those games sometimes that you just don't get a bounce. And we felt in the second half of that game, we, we didn't really get a bounce, but that's also credit to Princeton. But we learned a lot about ourselves. And then we went down to Georgetown and played against a good, a good Georgetown team. We were very unlucky. We lost 1-0, but we created a lot of really good opportunities that we could have walked away from that game winning 5-1. But it's that opportunity to learn that I believe set, kind of set the wheels in motion for us to have success in the next game. And it was important for us to take it one game at a time. And I think that's something that this team has done really well because the Big Ten schedule is a tough schedule. Every game is a battle and you learn a lot about yourselves. And I think those two losses, uh, one against Princeton and one against Georgetown, we learned a lot about ourselves. Things we were doing really well and things that we felt we needed to improve upon to have a great season. And
1: coach, you know, prior to this season, your most accomplished team was that 2015 team that went to the College Cup. You know, arguably the best team in the country that year. Uh, this year, you're sixth in the country in scoring, uh, over three goals a game, 18 different players with a point, 15 yeah. different goal scorers. How has that scoring balance just elevated this team for what they've been able to accomplish this year so far?
0: You no, know, it's really important. Though we have a lot of firepower and at the same time, we don't like to give up goals. We talk so much about habits and details on both sides of the ball every day to be a champion. So we want to score goals, and we want to have clean sheets, plain and simple. But to accomplish that, everybody understands that we need to work. That's plain and simple. The players understand the way that we want to play on both sides of the ball, and the importance of doing it as a team. So, you know, that was a goal that, you know, that we set in preseason is that we wanted to be really good on both sides of the ball. And we've been able to accomplish that. Coach, in terms
1: of, of chemistry with this team, we spoke in the offseason about uh, the importance of Frankie Tagliaferri, the All-American from Penn State, transferring into the program, and that she was familiar with a lot of players on this team training in the offseason. Um, how important was, was her meshing with Amira Ali, three-time All-American, you know, leaving egos aside and being able to coexist and really be able to flourish together in leading this offense?
0: Yeah, it's been really important because it's, um like I said, there's not a lot of time to build a, a team dynamic. And the fact that uh, Frankie played with a lot of players that were here at Rutgers University, um, you know, that helped. But she also trained with a lot of them in the offseason. Um, so there was a good friendship. There were relationships that were built in the past. And then it was just trying to because Frankie came in with uh, our freshman class, which was uh, one of the top rank classes in the country. So it was important for us to build that team dynamic, you know, as quickly as we possibly could. Um, So there was a familiarity uh, about the whole group. And when you can add uh, someone like a Frankie um, that comes in with all that experience, but relationships have already been built, it's going to help you to, you to form that team dynamic and to build a foundation for success pretty quickly.
1: And coach, uh, when we spoke this summer, you, you were super excited about true freshman Riley Tiernan. Obviously, her sister Madison starred at Rutgers and is a volunteer assistant right now. How impressed are you with the way she's performed as a freshman? Seems like almost every game she's uh, able to, to get an assist and set up goals left and right. How impressed are you with how she's performed so early on in her career?
0: Yeah, She's been very important. You know, it's her ability to, uh, to break people down one versus one is amazing. You know, one of the best that I've been around. If you think about it, it's, you know, we started Big Ten Play and, you know, she's part of everyone's game plan. So she's been able to have that success, you know, being double teamed, you know, so she's an exciting player to watch. She creates for herself, she creates for others. You know, that's what we ask Riley to do and the same as we ask Amira and Sammy, but she's a a very talented and a, a very exciting player to watch.
1: And now with the Big Ten tournament coming this weekend, hosting the quarterfinal match against Wisconsin, you know how important is it to be able to be at home now and uh, potentially have the opportunity now to, to potentially win another Big Ten title on your home field at your
0: set. The game on uh, Sunday is you know it's it's gonna be a tough game. Wisconsin is uh, very well coached. They're a good they're a good team. We've done a very good job of you know, focusing on one game at a time. We spoke today about the importance of in, in enjoying the championship and being part of history with an understanding that we're coming into training tomorrow and it's back to work, you know, and we have a really good opportunity that we want to take advantage of. You know, we're at home and if we can take care of business on Sunday, then we get to host the semifinal and final. And, you know, that's a credit to the players. They put themselves in this position to play in front of their their family and friends in, in Rutgers University. But the thing that's so important is that there's a, a great professionalism about them that they're going to focus on one game at a time. And they understand that tomorrow when we come out to training, that we have to be better by the time training is over. So, you know, we'll be prepared for that match. And then we're just going to take it one game at a time. We've, you know, we're on an 11 game winning streak. Fantastic. But we need to get on another one. You know, we'll take it one game at a time starting Sunday. And just
1: talking about coming off the COVID year uh, and being at home now, and potentially winning another Big Ten title, how, how excited is this team to be able to do that and play in front of friends and family um, after not being able to do so at all last year?
0: Yeah, that was part of the celebration today, right? We wanted to to come in and and, and be in the moment and, and enjoy it with our with our our family and friends and and Rutgers University to get the opportunity to play in in front of our family and friends on Sunday is really important. You know, we didn't have that opportunity in the spring last year, you know, so those small things mean so much. And to have the opportunity this year to play in front of them and have the success that we've had has been really special. And now to get the opportunity to, to host a, a quarterfinal match and play in front of our family, friends, and Rutgers Nation, you know, it, it's a really good opportunity, but it's an opportunity that has been earned and we want to make sure that we take advantage of it. And
1: a couple more for you, Coach. wanted to ask uh, just in terms of what you've been able to accomplish and and, and celebrating first Big Ten title, what has the response mm-hmm. been from the athletic department? I know Coach Chiano uh, recognized you during his Monday press conference. And, yeah. uh, I know you've, you've mentioned uh, Steve Peichel before reaching out to you often. What's that been like just in terms of the other coaches in, in the athletic department? It's been
0: fantastic. I mean – Every coach at the university has reached out. I think the success of the women's soccer program is having, you know, that success exists in a lot of programs at Rutgers University. And, you know, we're, we're just really proud to, to be part of that. But there's a camaraderie that, you know, Pat has the right coaches here. And there's a camaraderie amongst the coaching staff and amongst the teams. So the response has been fantastic, you know, from everybody everybody. It's, you know, we've received text messages, emails, phone calls. And I think it's a really special time to be at Rutgers and, and to be part of Rutgers athletics. You know, Pat talks about all the time that together we're writing the, the greatest chapter in Rutgers athletics history. And we're proud to be part of that. You know, we're proud to be part of that history, but we're proud, we're really proud to be part of the university and support all the other programs that they have here at Rutgers. So the support has been phenomenal.
1: I did want to ask you, we're talking on Wednesday this week, uh, obviously last night, most famous player in program history. Carly Lloyd played her last game for the uh, United States women's national team. What does it meant to have her? You know, she's always been connected, but in terms of being, I know she's she's been around the program a couple of times this season. What does that mean for, for this program, for, for the players and uh, how just happy and proud are you of what she was able to accomplish throughout her career?
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, really happy for Carly, really happy. She's had a remarkable career. So when your time is done and, you know, I watched the the game last night and it was really a great celebration of of her career. And to think about it when your career is over to be considered to be one of the best to ever play the game is really special. And the fact that she went to Rutgers University is amazing. I mean, she's a great role model. And I still uh, hear Carly saying, if there's a will, there's a way. You know, Carly set some goals and her goals, she worked hard. You know, she wanted to be one of the best and she is, you know, and she was done. She was one of the best to ever play. So it's a, it's a really, sets a really good example for our players that if you, Want to be the best? You gotta to have to put the work in, and the fact that she's part of our program and connected to our program, we're thankful, but we're proud.
1: The many times we've spoken, you've always mentioned the importance, and you've never shied away from the ultimate goal of winning championships. Now that you've won this big season, uh, Big Ten regular season title, the postseason is here. What is the ceiling for this team? And. Just in terms of of the preparation for this postseason, how excited are you to see this team be able to, to go out there and do even more?
0: Yeah, we're excited. You know, we're excited for opportunity. You know, but we're gonna we're gonna take it one game at a time. So we enjoyed today it was a it was a, a great day, a great celebration, and we wanted to be in the moment. But you know, tomorrow's another day, and we need to come out on the field and. We need to be, we need to get better and we need to be prepared for Sunday's match. So, you know, we're going to take it one game at a time and um, and we'll take it from there. Rutgers
1: women's soccer head coach, Mike O'Neill. Congratulations again on the school's first Big Ten title and best of luck this postseason. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: It's my pleasure to now welcome in to the podcast, two members of the Rutgers women's soccer team, the first Big Ten champions uh, in Rutgers history, Amira Ali and Sam Kroger two key players this season thank you both so much for being here and welcome
2: hi thank you so much for having us
1: thank you so congratulations on a great season so far we're talking here a few days out from the start of the big 10 tournament and a few days after you completed your undefeated season regular season 10-0 in big 10 play just wanted to uh, start with you Amira how special has this past season been so far for you and the other seniors in terms of accomplishing your goal coming back for one more year?
2: This season has definitely been the best I've probably ever been here. Um, The girls were so close. Uh, We've bonded for the short amount of time that we've had. We've come together. We've can make those bonds with each other. We're playing for each other on the field. And I feel like that's why we're getting our results. Like we're playing for each other, something bigger than ourselves. And um, just coming back, like me and Gabby, were, are the only two left from my class freshman year. So it was just nice to still be here with her for our fifth season. It's very exciting stuff.
1: And Sam, uh, being in your second year, having so many younger players play such important roles on this team. What's it meant to you and your classmates to be able to be a part of this?
3: Uh, it's been a special year. Uh, I know last year we didn't get the results that we wanted, but I think Coming to my second year, we had a different mentality, and I think we've stuck with that mentality since the start of our preseason. Um, so we've we've stuck to our goals and principles of what we want to achieve for each practice and each game. So I think that it's been a special year, and I, I know we have a lot more to accomplish. And you know, I think looking into the future, we can't get ahead of ourselves. And I know that we have a good standing right now, but I can't um we we can't stay uh, content with that.
1: And being both from New Jersey, what does it mean for you and the other players on the team from the state to be able to win now at Rutgers? Uh, Sam, why don't you take that one first?
3: Yeah, so I'm obviously from New Jersey, and I think that, you know, just playing for my home state, it's a different feeling. I know that I'm close to home, and my family and friends can kind of come to our games whenever they want, considering we're so close. And I think that, you know, winning the first title for Rutgers is a huge step towards making Um, a name for ourselves and I think we're not done yet so I'm ready for what's up ahead of us.
2: Yes um, like Sam said it's just amazing to be home and being able to have all family come you know we really feel the support so um, just bringing this back for our families for the state for all the other programs here um, bringing home this championship was definitely for them not just for us they support us so much and having that jersey pride we just have it and you have to bring it back for them so we're very excited to just be able to do this for our home state.
1: And uh, just talking about uh, offensively this season, you're averaging over three goals a game. You know, in years past, Samira, you've you've been the leading scorer by a lot. Um, there's much more balance on the offense this year. Uh, 13 different scores, 18 players with at least a point. Even uh, Megan McClellan has an assist now. Yeah. Uh, how important is it for, for other players to have gotten involved and how how has it helped the offense be as successful as you've been?
2: Um, I think it's amazing. And I feel like our mentality has changed. Um, you know, we are very good defensive team and we have been the past few years but I feel like we shied away from our offense I feel like this year we definitely took that a step a step further and uh, we wanted to focus on not just winning but understanding how if we're better than a team, we beat them by more than just a goal or so, you know? So we're just showing that, you know, we are here, we are an offensive presence and it's not just a few people. Like we, we work through practice uh, really hard. You know, a lot of people are scoring there. And I feel like it's good that it's showing in the games that it's not just one or two players, it's everyone. And we're we keep pushing each other. And that's why I feel like we're getting those up.
1: And for you personally, you know, you, you, you really, I feel like you did a good job of working everybody in early on. Um, but of late you've scored five goals in your last six games. Has anything clicked or has, I guess, how have you been able to kind of assert yourself offensively?
2: I think it just depends on the game. Um, I mean, in the beginning, I wasn't really getting the results when I wanted, but I know that in other ways I was helping the team. So um, I'm really excited that the goals are coming in, but that's not really my number one goal It's just making sure to help the team and making sure the team is successful. So I just feel like maybe a few things change here throughout the games, but it really just depends on the game. Um, Scoring is definitely a big part of the game, you know, to win, but It doesn't matter to me if it's me or my teammate, if it's Sam. Um, I just like having that result for our team.
1: And Sam, your your first year last spring, uh, you had one goal and three assists. You're up to five goals already this season. How have you been able to make a bigger impact on offense?
3: Yeah, I think last year, since it was my first year, I was a little hesitant on the attack. And I know that this year my mentality's changed. And, you know, playing on the width, um, there's a lot of isolation with 1v1. And I think that for my mentality to just, you know, be players – when I know I can, it's that's the best decision for me. And I think that uh, we've always been talking about if you're the link or the finisher. And I think that for me, the finisher has co- come um, progressively this season compared to last season. So I think that, yeah, just my mentality has changed this year.
1: You're we talking about Sam and some of the other younger players. There's so many that have become a factor on this team. Riley Ternan leads the team and assists as the true freshman how have uh how have they been able to kind of take this team to the next level and helped this program get to get to where you've wanted to be in terms of winning a championship this season
2: i think it's really just um how that they've really bought into what our program is trying to do they're not just doing this on their own they know that we have goals for ourselves and that we're working towards something so really just buying into what our traditions are what our plans are for the team what our goals are and I think that that's really important because they're not just going off doing what they want I feel like they're very in tune with what we're doing they really they really want this for everyone too not just for themselves just like we do so I feel like just them listening and learning from us all every practice every game every chance they get is very important and I feel like they're really buying to that and I really appreciate them for that and they're a lot of them are the reason why we got this championship this year so
1: and Sam, what is the leadership of Amira and Gabby Fravizano, the two fifth-year seniors, meant to the younger players on this team and helped you uh, be able to, to accomplish so much?
3: Yeah, so Gabby is definitely one of the more talkative leaders on the team, and I think she has a great presence on the back line. And I think that the way she puts herself on the field and you know, she wants to help everyone in, in any way she can, and I know that even if she – comes across as like yelling on the field, on the field. I know she just wants the best for us. And I know that Amira is definitely a person I look up to. Um, she's definitely more of a, uh, a leader in a quiet way, but she gets the job done on the field, which I think makes a huge impact for our team. And I know that leaders come in all different kinds of ways. So I think that having a, a variety of different leaders on the field is definitely um, essential for our, our success.
1: And uh, Sam, for you and and your classmates, this is really the first full season that you've gone through non conference play, uh, along with Big Ten. Now going into the postseason, what that what has that adjustment been like? And I guess how do you uh, how have you approached it mentally in terms of you know staying focused and 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 fresh?
3: Yeah. So last year uh, we were kind of just thrown into Big Ten play, and we kind of never really experienced non conference play. But I think that. My class, along with the whole entire team, handled it really well. But I think having a a full season and a full fall season um, definitely prepared us for what's to come. And I think that it was really nice having non-conference games, just preparing uh, the details um, for the Big Ten play and the postseason and the NCAA um, was definitely just, I think it was a little help for us. And I know that um, we're excited for it. I think mentally, Coming back to back seasons, it's definitely not easy. But I think, um, just going through each practice, I mean, we have to take care of our bodies. So I think the mental part on that, like if you're if you're not feeling it or if you have a tweak in something, like don't be afraid to pull yourself out. So I, we've all learned that, like we know our bodies, and I think that it's our decision to pull ourselves out if we need to, and I um, and then we can talk to our trainers if we need anything else. But I think. The mental part is definitely a huge part, especially coming back to back and not really having a break. Definitely tough on our bodies, but I think that the whole team has really handled it really well. And yeah.
1: And Amir, I wanted to ask, you know, it was an interesting start to the season. Uh, You came out as a team, you know, scoring so much. You were 4-0. You had that lead against Princeton in the second half. uh, And then you lost that game. And then uh, after scoring at least three goals, I think in the first five, you got shut out at Georgetown. What clicked or what changed for this team that's that kind of kick your 11-game program record, 11-game winning streak, uh, obviously leading you to the Big Ten title?
2: Um, I, honestly, as bad as it sounds, sometimes I feel like people just need that loss sometimes to just get them going for the next, um, however many sub so games they have. So, I mean, having non-conference this year um, was really nice just to have that out of conference, getting our jitters out, you know, the freshmen are just coming in. Um, so, I really appreciate that. I mean, it did suck having those two win- losses in a row, but I feel like it prepared us for the conference. And the Big Ten is a really tough conference. So, I think that, that really just helped us and put us on focus on what we want to do and realize that we can't take any g- game for granted. And um, just really confer- uh, focusing on what our goals were for the conference, and that was to be undefeated. And that we achieved that. So, we're very excited, very proud of ourselves, and we want to keep the ball rolling for the tournament.
1: Amira, just a couple more for both of you. But uh, in terms of now the Big Ten tournament uh, this Sunday, you play Wisconsin at home. It's a team you didn't play this this season, um, but you actually lost to twice in the spring, including the Big Ten tournament. Does that, I guess, uh, almost help you kind of reset your mental focus as a team going into this after you know having the, so much to celebrate for and kind of getting you uh, mentally prepared for the postseason? Um, now that you're facing a team that you kind of still want to be able to prove that you're better than?
2: Yes. Um, yeah, we've been, our coach has been telling us, you know, we have these few first few days to celebrate, but then it's back to business on Thursday before like getting prepared for the Sunday game. And uh, we understand that um, the past few years we have struggled against Wisconsin, they're a really good team. So we want to come in, not taking anything for granted, um, focusing on playing our best game. And I think that we can really achieve that. We just got to have our mindset Focus on winning the match. So just understand that the team is a really good team, and um, it could be a tough first round. But I feel like we're gonna focus on just getting the job done and getting the result that we want.
1: You both talked about having being able to play in front of fans again and your friends and family. Uh, Sam, how important is it or uh, special is it for this team to be able to play uh, basically you know in the postseason now with the Big Ten tournament? You could uh, play at your sack field the entire time, and then potentially in the NCAA tournament as well. How important is it to be able to be home and play in front of your fans uh, as the postseason really gets underway now?
3: Uh, Yeah, so being home is always our number one priority. We don't want to play on the road. I know traveling is probably one of the hardest things to do, especially in Big Ten play, but being home is so special considering that all of our families and friends and fans can come, and I know that they've showed the support um, throughout these past games, and I think that um, just adding more fuel to our fire for our games is uh, definitely special for that. And I think that the fans have definitely helped us throughout the games. Uh, it's great to, you know, look in the stands at your sack and finally see people in the stands considering that last year, we didn't, we didn't really get to do that and we were limited to, to the amount of people who could come. So I think that just filling, packing your sack is definitely going to be special this year.
1: Here For you, uh, you know, you've, you've been on teams that have come close to winning the big 10 tournament before. And I guess now having the opportunity to do that at home, uh, on top of everything else you've already done uh, in your last season, how how important is that to you to be able to, to, you know, seize that opportunity?
2: Uh, I think it's very important. Um, You know, we won our conference away and no one was able to celebrate with us. No one was able to be there. So I feel like this is our chance to really do it for our fans, our team, our other programs, our families, just so that they can see it. And then I think it's a very special thing. Um, we're all very excited to finally be able to do this at home with everyone watching. And, you know, we're very excited for it. And like you said, not taking anything for granted, we're going to play out all these games, hopefully all three of them, and get the result that we want, and we're very excited for it.
1: And just last question for you both, Sam, in terms of, you know, having accomplished that Big Ten title, now going into the postseason. Uh, as one of the younger players on the team, how do you think? I guess, how do you maintain your focus? And is it almost the hunger grown even more from winning that first title, wanting to accomplish even more this season?
3: Yeah, definitely. Winning the title was a huge accomplishment. But I think that, uh, you know, our next focus is Sunday's match. And I think that we have to take each game kind of one by one and not focus on the future. And I think uh, my mindset has already shifted to the tournament. So I think that. Um, I'm ready and I'm locked locked and loaded to go. And I think that, um, yeah, it's great celebrating. And I know we're going to celebrate with our families, but I think that everyone's priorities should probably start shifting um, when, within the next few days, considering that um, the job is not done yet and we still have more to accomplish and more to give um, to our families, friends, Rutgers nation. So, yep.
1: And Amir, last question, just in terms of, you know, you've been through the wars, it's so many NCAA tournament, Uh, You know, a couple shootout losses and and Big Ten tournament losses as well. What's your message been to the rest of the team in terms of being uh, prepared for the adversity that you face in the postseason and being able to ultimately want to overcome that?
2: Well, personally, I know that every year is a different team. Um, There's people leaving, there's people coming. So this is a new team. And I understand, yeah, we lost in the past, but this is a new team. We're coming with a different focus, a different mindset. And we have a a different mentality to win these games, um, to step up in big positions like this we don't want to let up on anything um we don't want to come close this year we want to finally change the narrative and be a championship team and continue to be a championship team in the tournament and ncaa if we can so um i think it's really just mentality and knowing that we are as good as we are showing we can keep showing that though no one's ever going to give us anything so definitely just working hard for ourselves and keeping that mentality that we are the best team if we put our mind to it
1: Sam Kroger and Amira Ali, two key players for Rutgers women's soccer as they prepare for the postseason Big Ten tournament starts this weekend. Thank you both so much. Congratulations on a great season so far and best of luck in the postseason.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much to Coach O'Neill, Amira Ali and Sam Kroger for joining us to discuss how special this moment is for them, for the program, for their families, for the school uh, and for them to be able to do it in their home state of New Jersey. Obviously, looking forward to the postseason ahead for this program. They've done amazing things on the pitch so far and fully expect them to be able to have a special postseason as well. Stay tuned at On The Banks for continued coverage of their postseason run as well as all other Rutgers sports at OnTheBanks.com. We have full coverage of football. Field hockey coming down the stretch, still ranked number three in the country. They'll host the Big Ten tournament November 4th and 7th. And then also men's basketball, wrestling, women's basketball, all approaching. Should be an exciting few weeks here at On The Banks.
0: Follow On The Banks on Twitter at OTB underscore SB Nation and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Just search On The Banks Podcast.